Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I guess I'll start. Oh, okay. You're up first. I'm up first. Um, snowplow parents are ruining it for the rest of us. Do you know what a snowplow parent is, by the way? I was not aware what a snowplow parent is, what a, what a snowplow parent is until earlier this morning, and now I can't get it out of my mind. Do you know what a snowplow parent is and why they're ruining it for the rest of us who are not snowplow parents? I do know what a snowplow. You do? Are you a snowplow parent? And tell me if I'm correct so I can explain it to the listeners. A snowplow parent is a parent that literally functions like a plow, clears everything and every obstacle out of the way for their child. You are correct. Is that right? You are absolutely correct, which is a concept I understand, Mm -hmm. okay? You would do anything for your kids. Uh, of course. I would die yes. for my Jump kids. Jump in front of a bus. Jump in front of mm-hmm. a bus. Want my kids to succeed. Mm-hmm. Want my kids to be mm-hmm. successful. Mm-hmm. But you have to park the snowplow at some points. And That's one right. of the cases in which you do that is with um, these our access to our kids' schools, their grades, their teachers. We have We are ruining that system. It's a system I understand why we need it. But we are ruining it. Uh, school, school, schoolology, schoolology. This, yeah, that's schoolology. One of them. Schoology. Schoology. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I can't even say it. Mm-hmm. Campus, infinite campus. Infinite that's campus. One. Yep, that's another one. These are apps. I have them all. If you're not uh, currently have school age children, <laughs> these are apps where I can go online at mm-hmm. any time. You can see what grades my kids are getting. Mm-hmm. See uh, if their tests are turned in, mm-hmm. and have access to my teachers merely by s- clicking on their email. Or sometimes even there's a chat box where you can say, Correct. it's like texting your teacher mm-hmm. at any given time. Sounds great. Sounds wonderful. Sounds convenient. Sounds modern. But we're ruining it because teachers, and if you're a teacher and you're not teaching right now, chime on in here. It's constant access from the parents. I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine can either. Can you imagine if the texters got to text us at home? Right. Oh, my God. And there's a piece about it. This morning in the New York Times that I read in that so many teachers, it's just overwhelming for them. Mm. And not only that, but students and parents are gaming the system now in that certain grades matter uh, more than others. And it's now it's just all about the grade and not necessarily about the work that's actually getting done. Mm -hmm. So, like, if your child has a a drawing, like a basic drawing, like let's say, okay, this is our entry level drawing into art class. Just draw something. And let's say they didn't get the assignment or did the assignment not exactly right and they get like a lesser grade, like a C or a you know, B minus C or a D. Suddenly, parent, what, what, what happened here? Why, why? And instead, here's my thing. 
I see that and I have access to that. And there have been times where I get emails or I look at the grade and it's not what it should be. My instinct isn't going to the teacher and saying, oh, oh, Morgan, I'm sure Morgan, this isn't Morgan's problem. This has to be your problem. Morgan is a genius. Right. Or what do we do to get Morgan's grade up in this? This is a perfect example of it really innocently. We were at uh, the, it was Sig, who's like, never have issues with uh, academically. We went to her conferences and we brought up the screen and there was one assignment turned in. So I'm like freaking out. I'm like, you got to turn this assignment in. Why isn't this assignment turned in? And then my kid is telling me it's not that big a deal. It's just not registered. And the teacher said that, yeah, it's just not registered. So the com- so the the app says it's not turned in, even though it had like either right. the teacher didn't get around to it or it wasn't required yet. Mm-hmm. But think of that. So par- how many parents are seeing that and then just freaking out? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and their immediate reaction is, I've got to contact the teacher. And I've got to figure this out. And teachers are getting overwhelmed when the teachers should be allowed to teach. And now we've got this movement of uh, we need a total transparency with what's happening in our kids' school. And I get that. I get why parents want that. They want to know what they're being taught, where kids are being taught. But what's the end game there? Are we going to have live streams of classrooms now? I mean, I, do you, that, that seems to me like that's the next step. That sounds so, like a horrible thing. <laughs> So this great technology that we've implemented, which, again, of course we're going to use that, and of course that's, it's something that gives us access to our child's education, is being, I don't know about misused, but it's being overused. So what do we do about that? Do you agree with me that this is a problem? It is a problem for the abusive ones. Like, Adam, you've never chat-boxed your teacher. Right. Well, I've sent emails to the teacher, but again, my default, it's only not like, but it's not like, certainly not weekly. Certainly, I can't even, no. rem- I, could, I don't even remember the last, honestly, you know what it was the last time? Mm-hmm. I got a compliment from a teacher who nice. sent a, sent us a message mm-hmm. to both me and my ex-wife mm-hmm. saying, your daughter is great in class. She's very attentive, blah, blah, blah. And I responded saying, thank you so much. Yeah. So there, that's a good example yeah. of how it should be used. And yeah. I get that. But again, yeah. I, I'm not constantly checking on my kids. And here's the thing about it. Mm-hmm. And I forget, forgive me f- for younger parents, but you and I are of the same generation. Mm-hmm. It's the younger parents, I think, that are, are, that are going to ruin this. Because I live in a neighborhood with a lot of younger parents mm-hmm. and they're young kids. And I can tell that their kids can do no wrong. Oh, that boy. if there's a problem, it's somebody else's problem. Oh boy! And I know I'm being this is a very this is a generalization mm-hmm. here, but I just feel like there's a different generation of parents now where mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, they are snowplow parents. But Adam, even our generation, I am very aware of the um, parents that have done way more than I have done necessarily, and my kids will say, "Well, how come you know you're not." calling the teacher or, or doing this. They, they've asked me that because... Suggesting that you're not as engaged? Correct. Mm. And... <laughs> how do you feel about that? Do you think... Well... So who's right? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how I feel about it when... And I'll give you a perfect example. And Marley, don't be mad at me. I, I always ask permission when I talk about my uh, kids on the air, but I didn't ask permission about this one because you just brought it up and, it's wing, and we're winging it. It's winging it Wednesday. Uh, when she moved into school, uh, she lives with a couple of girls... And she said, Mom, the moms of the girls um, have, like, 
outlines of the room with dimensions of the closets and of the space so they know how to organize the closet with closet organizers to fit the most in there Mm -hmm. and how to organize, which is a tiny room. I mean, these were like dorm rooms or whatever, how to organize um, the whole room and they have everything there for them, you know, like they've ordered everything and brought it, all the all the tchotchkes, everything. And I'm like, babe, I'm never going to be spreadsheet mom. You know, there are spreadsheet moms and there are not spreadsheet moms. Mm-hmm. And and she and she kind of wanted me to be spreadsheet mom, to be more yeah. involved. You and, and I like, are right. Uh, we're simpatico know, on that I said, one. Let's I'm go, not let's, that way at let's all. Let's decorate. Let's put stuff in the closet. Yeah. Let's go to Target and buy a rug that you want. Like, like it's not that I wasn't involved. I mean, one time I was in the hospital, so I was less involved yeah, that time. Right. Come on, but, mom. What are you yeah, doing? Let's know, go. Get off your I'm ass. Still, Come in here. In the hospital, I'm still not creating a spreadsheet with your closet dimensions to see how many boxes we can fit in, to see how many going out tops we can. That's ne- I'm never going to be that mom. So I think it is. It, what I'm saying is it's not just the younger ones. So I don't want to fall pray to that yes. oh these kids coming yep. these kids these days yeah. it's us too it's yeah. our generation okay. it's it's not as much though I not think. as much i mean it's it's the gen xers that had absentee parents and not that mine were pam and jeff love you but had way more hands-off parenting i mean cheryl carter would not be spreadsheet mom would she no no okay no. She barely knew I existed. Um, okay, well, you know what I mean. Like my she parents, was drunk half the time. You know, you know, and even they said, like, we dropped you off at school. We may have set up your freshman dorm, but the rest of the time we packed up the stuff, left you at the door of the yeah. dorm, and, like, Good that was you. it. Right. You know, now spreadsheet mom and dad, you know, are there with tools. and, and Spreadsheet mom. Spreadsheet, that's what I call them, so, spreadsheet moms. <laughs> yes. That's what, that's what they're, they're instead of pl- snowplow moms. For me, they're spreadsheet, spreadsheet moms, moms that have all this stuff that know like what kids, what they're registering for on class. Like it's our generation too. So it's not just the new ones with the infinite campus, but no, I used to get a million emails a day when my three right. kids were in public school. Now I only have two in public school here, but, and I would say, guys, I immediately delete them. If there's a problem, I'll know about it. The teacher will reach out to me if there's a problem, but I don't want to know about every grade. I trust you. You'll tell me if there's a problem, we'll rectify the problem if you find you're struggling. But I, I can't be in. I have a life. I can't be involved in the intimate details of every grade my child gets. That's it. And, and you know what? Schools are probably part of the problem, too, because my wife just texted me. She says she gets an update every day at 5 o'clock from Schoology. Oh, Jen, I'm so sorry. Okay. Uh, we don't need that either. Uh, no, I don't. I'll ask them what they did that day. And if they say nothing, like we said, okay, we'll move on because they're kids. You know, hopefully if they're struggling, they'll tell you. I'm really struggling with algebra. Then you get a tutor. You ask the teacher. Then you intervene with the teacher. Yeah. But my God, right. friends. And I don't need 7,000 emails, too, like the daily update from the principal hey. about what's going on. You know why? Because that when then something really happens at school, yeah, that's I'm like scary, like it. a lockdown. <laughs> it just gets lost in the shuffle. Okay. So that's too so much communication. That's the problem here. We got so too much true. communication. We're getting a lot of texts. Wait, wait. Is Jen spreadsheet mom? Jen, are you spreadsheet mom? No, 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 no. No, okay. And not in a bad way. No, like, and, not, and like not, a... she's not absentee, but she's not spreadsheet. I, I and finally, she's got so much stuff that she's got to be to. Like, I think I have a lot going on. She's busy. She's oh, a business God. owner. She has a life. And yeah, but not yeah. only that, but she's Kids to raise. son plays seventy five thousand sports, and yeah. he's constantly she's at busy. some practice. I don't know how she does it. Right, and it's not that great. Little it's this not that little of the booze, are... probably right. right? It's not that sports are more important than grades. We're not saying that. Not at all. I'm sure Jen is just as attentive to the grades, but I, we don't need to know about everyone. And also, it's okay if your kid gets a B or a C because then they got to do better right. next time. They we chip can't, off the old block for me. Hey, C's get degrees. They, they can't. <laughs>
Okay, that's a whole nother show. 651-461-9226. We're getting a lot of texts. Let's yes, hear you, though. Yes, uh, let's yes. hear, uh, if you're a snowplow parent, call in oh, and defend boy. yourself. Or if you're a teacher, uh, call in and say, enough already. Or is this really this communication the way that we can't avoid it now and it's the future and it's here? I say we can dial it down a little bit. 651-461-9226. All right, 924. Uh, it is a wing and a Wednesday. Also, we got our holiday show. Now, we'll get to that. Maybe let's bump that to uh, 850. Or yeah, 950. Great idea. Great idea. Just because we got some momentum on this because it's a little touched yeah, in nerve. My winging it Wednesday isn't nearly as exciting as this one. It's on fire. Um, your wins, your winging it Wednesday is on fire. On about fire. I said yours is on fire. Oh, I thought oh, you meant it's on fire. I said this one, this topic is on fire. So go nuts. Uh, the snowplow parents you're referring to are ruining youth sports mm. too. You nailed it. My wife is a head hockey coach, and some of the parents, uh, it's constant texts about practice plan. Uh, critiquing line change suggestions. She was a Division One hockey player, very capable of co- to coach. It's crazy the parent babysitting she has to do. That's Amen insane. to that. That is that, insane. That is ins- Stop it. That's the hockey coach who's Division One, who played Division One. It's not just Stop some it. schlub. Stop it. The parents we get the- a job, get a hobby, do something. Don't make your kids your hobby. Yeah, sometimes your kid gets sat, or your kid won't uh, doesn't play. Suck it up. Be a parent. And tell little Johnny, say, you know what, we got to work harder. Mm-hmm. You know, are there times where parents or coaches screw over a kid or a player? Yes. Yeah, and that's life, though. Yes. You're going to get screwed over in life. Yes. Your boss is going to pass you up for a promotion. Right. Somebody's not going to love you and your heart's going to get broken. I mean, my God, friends. Chelsea has called in from St. Paul on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line. Chelsea, are you a snowplow parent yourself? Haha, no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't have kids yet. Let's oh. put it that way. So what do you think of this? I mean, so my family, I don't know. We we were very, you know, academically whatever, fantastic. Yeah. But it well, nice brag. Wasn't, well, just brag, brag I mean, yourself that's just up the, the truth. truth. That's the truth. Yes. <laughs> truth. No, and the thing is, it wasn't entirely by our doing. A lot of it had to do with my parents calling in to the teachers, emailing the teachers doing all of these things to try to help us, even though some of us, me, didn't do our homework assignments. Like, just, I I should have failed. I should have. Mm. And I recognize that. And I honestly think it's kind of unfair that I didn't learn those lessons until college, where I was paying to fail. (laughs) Yes, you're paying. Right? That's the education That's a very enlightened view, Chelsea. Have you ever talked to your parents about that? Or, like, did you ever have any communication Mm -hmm. with your teachers saying, hey, your parents are a little much here? No, I I feel like it was just kind of that generation. It was right at the beginning of Mm. when Schoology existed. So, I mean, my, my parents were on their, like, clockwork at least every couple hours. And yeah, uh, that was back when phones were not allowed in school, uh, mm-hmm. way back in the day. Yeah. And yeah, so I would get home to a berating of, you're not getting anything done. I've contacted your teachers. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's oh, fine wow. too. Jeez. So wait, did you talk to your parents about this? Yeah, I, or at least not to the point where I was like saying, hey, knock it off. But enough to be like, hey, I'm feeling really uncomfortable about this. And it just kind of didn't matter. I was, I was young, therefore I didn't really know better. So, hmm. Well, what about now? How old are you now, Chelsea? I am in my late 20s. I'm 29. 
All right. Good for you. So how and how has that effect? You said in college you had to learn those lessons, OK, because your parents, obviously, you're an adult. You don't they don't have access to anything unless you give them access. So how do you yes. feel that you learned that? And do you or do you still feel you're learning? I still feel like I'm learning. Uh, in college, I actually didn't finish college. I recognized that I just didn't have the motivation. I hadn't learned those lessons early enough to, I don't know, figure out how to fail and then pick myself back up. I failed and I had failed and that was it. Mm. So um, I, I left college knowing full well that I, you know, didn't have the money to pay to fail, you know? So right. yeah. I, I knew I had a full-time job at home, so I went home, worked full-time. There you go. And are you doing okay today, Chelsea? Oh, gosh, yeah. Doing great. <laughs> Good. Full-time job, right? No kids yet. Full-time but... job. Mm-hmm. Full-time job. I've got a home. I've got a, a little dog family with me. So, Well, you know what? Yeah. We really appreciate you listening yeah. and you calling in yeah, today. Thanks so much. You obviously are very yeah, no intelligent reason. if you're listening very. to this show. I clearly. Mean, it's clearly. Oh, oh, clearly, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Chelsea. Thanks for the call. Uh, for your information, pretty sure a key identifier of a snowplow parent is not being self-aware that they are, in fact, a snowplow parent. So good luck getting yes. anyone to admitting to it. Another person prob- has a problem with these labels saying, you know, you don't know what a situation a pers- person mm-hmm. is in. We judge people when we label them. Labels equal divisiveness. I mean, it's... Whatever. Yeah, I mean, Whatever. it's not... Whatever. Just trying to like articulate the kind of right. parent clearing the way. You know one way. when you see one. Yeah, clearing... The, it's a parent who clears the way. So it's just a fun... And, name. you know, and, and sometimes being a snowplow parent is the right thing to do. There are circumstances where you got to be a snowplow parent. But I feel like if you weren't a sn- and you let them fail and you let them figure stuff out, like when they really need your help, right. like... And like, it's painful. You don't, it, nobody wants to see their kid hurt or fail. Of course not. But when life... Be- like, for example, when your kids are... If they go to college, when they're out of college and they're like, okay, I'm in whatever their major was, marketing or finance, who do you know? And it always helps to know somebody. Parents, save your stuff for when you can give a recommendation to your kid to get a job. Getting Helping someone get a job is a great mitzvah. That's a great thing. Not, you know, they should get a job on their merits, but who who do you know? Who's your? How do you network? You know, let them in on your networking. Do that when they're adults, not when they're kids. We need a sounder for uh, our frequent texter, Bill Benson Wilmer. Because oh, he also st- always starts out, Bill Benson Hi, Wilmer. Bill. We need like a sounder, but, yes. but he's, got, he's got a great text mm-hmm. here. Remember the days when parents would ask... Asked the school what my child did. Now they ask the school, what did you do to my child? Oh, my gosh. There is so much of that. It's like, you know what? Your kid's not always the greatest kid, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's – but my default is it's my kid's fault. Yeah. Because that's an extension of me yeah. saying, I failed my kids, so it's they our, failed here. Yeah, it's our I'm fault. not like, oh, yeah. you, what, what did you do? And there's those circumstances. Yes, my, there's been instances mm-hmm. when my kids in certain sports where it's like I feel kind of slighted, like they got slighted. And have I had uh, sent an email to a coach at one point? I have, mm-hmm. but not a lot. Mm-hmm. And I understand that that's, well, that's regular parenting, right? Yeah. You just feel bad for your kid, and you just want to make sure that they get a fair shot. But mm-hmm. it's like not constant. But we're the problem, by the way, friends. It's the older generation that's raising these kids that's the problem. So let's not put it on the, the little ones or the younger parents. They still have time to save themselves. Any NHLer likely had a snowplow parent. I disagree with that. One thousand percent really oh yeah no no that's see that's the thing that's the wrong mentality there because if you think that oh yeah all those uh, successful 
uh, hockey, football, basketball players, they had parents that cleared the way from No. Listen to like what Wayne Gretzky talks about. Wayne Gretzky says, you know, I played other sports and I played hockey because I loved it. I didn't play hockey because my parent brought me, you know, signed me up for all these camps. I didn't have to be told, hey, you got to practice. You got to. I loved the sport and I played it and I st- it still brought me joy. Mm-hmm. So I disagree with that 100% that any NHL or head up, head up, snowplow parents, no chance. Uh, 932, News Talk 830, WCCO. You want to tease uh, what's coming up? Yes, it is about fire, sort of. That's next. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.